Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One day, when the glory comes, with Faith Moore McKinney, the official broadcast of the Black Economic and Entrepreneurship Development Conference and Expo. Faith is right here with us, and she will be right on, and we will be back and give us two seconds, and we will kick off our 11th episode.
Good evening. Welcome to Beyond Talk with Ace Moore McKinney. How are you, Jacqueline Taylor Adams, our producer? Welcome. Well, thank you. I'm great. And how are you? I forgot to open up your line. I'm like, oh, I didn't open up the line. <laughs> It's okay. a great That's intro, it. and I was like, oh, wow. I said, what about the line? <laughs> that is that is fine. I loved our intro, the song Glory. Um, can you give us some credits about who, who was singing that, that version? Okay. That is sung by, um, oh, I have to get the name, but she was... Um, they're from the season eight of The Voice, and that was a oh, performance wow. she did. And she took Common's piece and she sang Common's piece. She took the rap and turned it into song. Oh my goodness, it was amazing! In fact, I was just watching The Voice earlier, and um, one young one one young lady uh, named Way is just phenomenal, mm-hmm. and she's only I think nineteen years old, but. You know, there no, is she's 17. On 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's amazing. She is amazing, and I, I'm pulling for her. Uh, um, I wasn't great. I wasn't too uh, thrilled with the song choices today, but she has a voice that, I mean, she blew Alicia Keys away the other night. So if you're a fan of the voice as I am, whew, watch out the way. Mm -hmm. So how's it going so far, Um, Jacqueline? I know we have a lot of things going on, and uh, but I want to make sure that we, you know, see how you're doing because you're so important to the the beads, the Black Economic and Entrepreneurship Development uh, Conference community. Um, You know, let's see what's going on in uh, with that. uh, I know you've got ninety six. Uh, 96 hour deal, and I want to yeah. understand. Well, so 96 hours actually, um, it didn't go as planned, but it still want, it wound up going well. People are liking it. I think, um, one of the things we had to do, we have to, we're going to create the format so that they can fully understand. I guess we, because we're talking about doing something that. Um, maybe quite hasn't been done in an exact way that we're speaking of doing it. So we had to, sh- you know, show people. But, I mean, our Instagram has grown tremendously. We're discovering all of these black directories, more great businesses. So that's what's yeah, really exciting. About, yeah, tell us what it is. What is the 96 hours and, and how does it impact okay. um, the economy? Okay, and the 96 hours a program of the BEEDC, and we decided to do this program because, well, it's part of one of the things we we were working on. In the BEEDC, we figure we're such great minds, we should be able to come together and actually create products that help resolve problems. And one of the problems we realized was there's plenty of directories but um, still, most people don't know how to get to those directories. They don't know where those directories are. So we're um, actually looking at a software solution. But in that process, I said the holiday seasons are coming. Why not bring George the directories correct. together? Yeah, we've got, mm-hmm. we've got some new listeners. And I'm, we have some new listeners tonight, I believe. And I wanted to make sure they understood what type of directories you're talking about. 
You know, what 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 are the oh, okay. directories that you're what type of directories? Well, we're talking mm-hmm. about black business directories. Um, as part of this process, I wrote an article, and in my research, I found there are over two point in 2012. There were more than 2.6 million black-owned businesses. Those are just the registered ones. I think all of wow. us as um, black folks or any folks can sit down like, really? That's that many businesses? But we really don't have any exactly. clue. And even if you know some business directories and know some businesses, do you even know one business directory that has a 1,000 l- listings? Can you even name one no. black business directory that has a thousand listings? So, so you know, there's a, a problem here. And I think it's really important, especially as we move into this new regime, just as a community, if there was never no other time, it is really time to close ranks, come together, and really support one another. And being that some our community does not necessarily mean who's in physical close proximity of you. Our community can mean, you know, the community of color. And we need to know how to identify and find each other so that we can support one another because we are going to be, we're going to have to want, we're going to really have to turn to one another for support because we understand our needs and concerns. So it is our people that would invest the things that we need. So the 96 hours is holiday shopping with black owned businesses but we really want to drive it via the directories. So what what did, and I've been creating content. I've been creating some videos. I create video mixes. Um, I've been finding some great directories, some great videos out there. um, Of course, we have the, I put up the local one that you did because I really want to make the directories friendly to the everyday shopper. It's great for business to business, but um, we can we point the business to the to the directories, but we want the everyday shopper, the person looking, to feel that they can go there and use the directory. So we're finding those consumer friendly um, videos, commercials about the directories, and we're really working to build the list. So in the process, we will be doing another like um, we're going to be doing this through the end of February minimally. But first, we're going. The next one, we we will do big. We're going to be pushing all along. So right now, just go to shop s h o p ninety six hours the number nine six hours dot com, and you will see videos and playlists and various businesses and directories you can discover that you can support. Plus, if you have any suggestions, let us know. Like Lazone Gray has one, uh, the Ujima Collective. A couple people have submitted information to us to let us know about more existing um, directories and businesses. So if you have some suggestions, we will be putting out, we'll be asking for your top 10, um, your top 10 favorite black-owned businesses. So we're going to ask for people's top 10 list and, um, while we also build this list of directories. So you will be at Shop 96 Hours, you will see some directories. We're asking for help because we really, um, it's really not as many as we thought that really have quality listings. In the membership organization, sometimes you have to be a member in order to be able to see the, the membership list. So, um, which kind of limits it limits the uh, 
the audience for the black-owned businesses is you have to be a member in order to to see their list, doesn't it? That's doesn't what I, I feel. Businesses? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but these so chambers of commerce, mm-hmm. but still, I think they should always have a, a listing of their membership that are businesses that are is available to the general public. But um, right. I was thinking also we can have and suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Go ahead, uh, a lot of times, a lot of times, Tom during your sh- uh, morning show has black-owned businesses. In fact, I listened to uh, the show this morning. And they had a, a woman who um, has really great uh, body butters and fa- fragrances. And I said, wow, you know, I, I haven't heard of her. But, you know, she's got a, a great website and a great product. Uh, maybe we could partner with, with the Tom Joyner Morning Show or at least maybe get a list of their guests as well. Um, because I'm sure they have a huge um, mailing list as well so we can kind of combine our forces. What do you think about that? I think that's great. These are the type of things we need to know. Where are the sources at? And so what we can do, we can list the time during the morning show so people know you can go there to find more businesses. We want to first gather the data of all the sources where people can find businesses. Mm-hmm. So if nothing else to come and shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's we want people to come and shop 96 hours. Yeah, at least initially, look, I can find sources to find businesses. We don't want to list every business because that's a large undertaking, and, again, we don't want to be a directory. But we right. want to let everybody know which directories are out there so that we can grow our directories because if we find 100 directories with 2.6 million businesses, it's enough business for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's enough Absolutely. business for everyone. <laughs> so, you know, this we're week, definitely not short neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this week I met a gentleman who, um, by the name, his name is Phil Coleman. He owns a, um, well, he invented a water purification system. And he, what he wants to do is, uh, not only send it to Africa for the, and, and around the globe for people who need pure, clean water, which the machine, it filters and, and uh, uses solar energy. It's a you know, pretty compact machine uh, that allows people to use the water that they have to drink and to wash and to cook with, um, but not only use it over around the world, but here in the United States. You know, when we have our disasters, such as when Flint, had their um, their disaster with their water, uh, you know, placing his uh, purification systems there so people can have pure, clean water at least uh, to drink and, and clean and uh, and cook with. And he also owns a national hot rod racing team. And this is an African-American man who who does this. So I'm thinking, wow, you know, he needs to be on on a directory somewhere. You know, we need to know about, about people like him. But, um, you know, this 96-hour, uh, shot 96 hours will really help uh, people who are like Mr. Coleman, who do need to have a place to to post his, his business. You know, he's not necessarily a retail business, but it is a business, and we do need to know about yeah, him. Yeah, and it, yeah. Mhm. And businesses, um, yeah. 
operate on various levels. Our businesses operate B to C, which is business to consumers, and some are B to B, which are business to business. Um, we have um, there could be black-owned businesses that people still, you know, may want to know about it, and there are other ways to support. And that's, it's not always direct to retailers, so we don't always want to limit ourselves. Just to at least allow the community to know, because you could be, you know, a strict contractor and, and you get bids in, in the minority, you know, bidder and contractor. So you go through bids and you may go to government sources, bidding sources, how you do business, but you never know in, in your community who knows that you're out there. And then if yeah, you have a bid and right. it is a government and you are servicing, um, a, you know, certain constituency, then people within that constituency can root for you. Say so if they come in, like if all things are equal and it's more equal, if this, if, if you are the choice of the community that's being served by the vendor, then that could be an opportunity. But if the community doesn't know that you exist, and sometimes we really take for granted, there are rocket, a rocket scientist, literally a black rocket scientist could live two doors from you. We really don't exactly. understand that we are literally less than six degrees of separation from greatness at all times. And we are. so, um, we are. yeah. So we need to at least make ourselves aware of. And then the other thing, it gives us a whole different picture and understanding of ourselves when we can see a whole picture. When we think you know, a black-owned uh, business isn't just a retailer selling T-shirts or even all natural wares and all, but that there are black-owned businesses that own racing teams that make water filtration systems that um, that are part of the Internet of Everything, IoT. That's the biggest thing going around right now. There are black-owned businesses that are um, creating Rodney Williams out in um, in Cincinnati he has, you know, he um, information moves by radio waves instead of Wi-Fi. So that's a whole new um, avenue. And rather than just doing apps, he wants to get into the whole Internet of everything. He wants to take his technology he's developed and use it in the whole uh, Internet of everything. And the Internet of everything is our whole connectivity, like when your house is and um you know how you say Google do this, Google do that. Everything doesn't necessarily, with these end doesn't have to just be Wi-Fi. Sometimes it can be the wow. radio waves of his technology. So there are just so many different things that we're actually out here and a part of. And so we need to get a really a better view of who we are as a whole. So, you know, a lot of us Absolutely. may have limited views and visions as to who we are. And so we're not just, Pencil holes on TV, or just rappers, or just you know ball players, or just movie and entertainment stars, and we're um, not just people on welfare. You know, we could just be the everyday mm-hmm. person that um, you know does this that. We are inventors. A lot of times, it is the everyday person. A lot of times, become your inventors. They find a problem. Right. It's just those people that are at that. Creating something that can solve a, a basic problem. And then when people can see, you know, when we understand better who we are as a community and see all the things that are possible, again, it helps raise our level of what we think for ourselves and our self-esteem and, and, and our own personal narratives. And that will then comes out in our art and music and film. And, then you know, we speak different and then 
you speak differently, you manifest differently. So Absolutely. it's just, you know, it's just overall yeah, here's, important. Here's one thing that I'm finding. I'm finding that, you know, when we meet people who are very um, gifted and who have these particular inter- inventions or products or services um, that they do very well, they don't necessarily have the um, the media or the publicity that they need in order to get the word out. You know, a lot of times, you know, when you, a publicist is really expensive, and many times what I've found is that you have to be responsible for your own publicity, your own um, your own media. And so there are ways that, that people mm-hmm. can do that. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that um, because I do know that people like Phil Coleman and uh, and a lot of other people who are who have great inventions, who have great businesses um, and, and great products and services, but they don't have the um, the media. They don't have the mm-hmm. uh, the attention that they they really need. And so sometimes it's through relationships that help them get the word out. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that a little later on, too. Um, uh, I did write the book uh, Schmingling, The Art of Being Well-Connected Through Weight and Self-Promotion. So I find that those relationships really propel people to get them to where they need to be, um, whether it's in the media or through relationships. So, you know, we can talk a little bit about that, too. Well, definitely, and that's your gift. And there are a few sides to that. Our businesses need to start understanding the importance. I have businesses that market themselves as the best-kept secret. But unless you're with the CIA, (laughs) special ops, or something and all like that, that's not the thing. (laughs) That's not a great plan. That's not a great marketing plan. uh Also, everybody is not your audience. Everybody doesn't need to know about everything. Like Rodney, you know, Williams, he's great to know about for our history and those type of things, but his audience isn't the everyday person. He's strict, he's B2B. He's, he's using technology to solve problems. So he has a Pacific audience. But that Pacific audience needs to know about him. But that's why he's made, he's been written up in black enterprise and these different things, but our businesses need to understand you have to invest in marketing. People tell me how they use social media and people in social media, they don't have to pay for advertising. They just advertise through social media and how it's free. And I don't don't care. That's bull crap. You can't get free exposure on social media, but you can't measure that exposure. So you don't know who is hitting you when and who, and everything is psychologic. So when it gets slow, you don't know who to go back to. You're not capturing any data. You have to invest money somewhere. You have to do lead capture. You you need analytics. When you pay for advertising, you get wonderful analytics, and it's a lot cheaper. But you will be surprised who your audience is. And just like... um, Blog Talk just upgraded their analytics. So for the first time in over eight years, we finally got Pacific Analytics on our audience, where our audience range is 35 to 55. That's the core of our audience. And so um, 
so you know, they're just so specific. Well, you you need to know who your audience is and who to reach out. Who are the people that care about what you do? Who mm-hmm. are the people that care about it? Who's going to spend money on it? What is the point of what is point of me? If that's where my core audience, if you know, eighty percent more of my audience is coming in that age bracket, why would I spend money, say, trying to deal with people eighteen and twenty five? Most of them aren't yeah, and, interested in the programming that we're presenting on Massacre Radio. So my market is the millennials and boomers, and not even the high, high boomers, but, you know, the millennials and boomers, think that's my target audience. And so so you, that tells me who to go after. And we're 55% male and 45% female. So you might and that's great information. Mason, yeah. So um, that also happened with an artist, the artist I was helping promote. You know, his work is really great and all, but because of his um, musical background, he used a lot of jazz and stuff, even though it's hip-hop, he was actually, um, even though he worked with a lot of younger people, he was actually attracting older um, audience. So he redirected everything. And it changed his pocketbook too. He realized he was focusing yeah. on the wrong people. So, well, tell so us a little bit about the book Schmingling, though. Tell us a little bit about that book right now. Tell us about Schmingling sure. and how we can get the okay, book well, and everything. Absolutely. Well, Schmingling is the art of being well connected through blatant self promotion. And I wrote it three years ago um, in, in 2013 because I wanted to show people who really have businesses but don't necessarily have the budget nor have the notoriety. Um, And, you know, I noticed that people who are on television and I studied them, you know, I I use the Kardashians a lot as a a guide because, you know, to me, uh, I wanted to see how people who didn't necessarily have a a real talent, but I mean, they're, they're very smart, but, you know, they're not entertainers per se. They don't have, um, you know, they're not inventors, they're not, uh, they don't have necessarily a product to sell, but how do they monetize? How do they get their name out? How do they connect with other people? What is this um, connection? And is, if you notice now in the news or if you watch any kind of entertainment shows, you'll always see a thread of Kardashian in almost everything you do. And it started back in the 90s, of course, with um, the father, uh, Robert Kardashian, who passed away, uh, I believe, back in, uh, let's see, I believe it was 1998. Um, but since then, it seems that every every news item or entertainment item that occurs, there is some thread of Kardashian. As a matter of fact, today I saw where Kim Kardashian West, husband Kanye West, was standing with Donald Trump, and it was, it was kind of, you know, it's like, there it goes again, but they always find a way to remain relevant and in the news, and, you know, how do normal people, how do everyday people who want to be in um, the media, who want to be a household name, who want to be thought of or top of mind, how do we achieve this, um, this feat? 
on a, a, a much smaller scale, but still just as effective. And how do we use social media doing this? How do we use relationships? So schmingling, uh, it kind of breaks everything down. It helps you to understand um, connections and relationships and build on that. And one of the things that I really, I think what I'm going to do right now is, is really speak to um, one a case. So we're going to talk about um, a case. Now, I'm, I want to talk about uh, oh, a fictitious business, and we're going to talk about how to take that business. It's going to be a business-to-business uh, business, so it's not going to be a, a something where you want retail, but a lot of people who have businesses want to shop uh, with use other businesses. So they want to get their product or, uh, or service to other businesses, and they want other people businesses to, to know, and they want to build credibility. A lot of times when you're a, a black business, you don't necessarily have the credibility. You don't have the presence that people really want and look for when they want to do business with others. So how do you build that credibility? How do you build that, that sense of presence and, and authority in your field or in your industry? So one thing that I do is make sure to connect with people. And when you're getting out your when you're getting a business out into the world, you know, a lot of times you spent so many years developing your business, developing your service, and you didn't necessarily develop those relationships. So how do you develop the relationships when you're ready to get your business out? Well, don't think that it's going to take, you know, one phone call or one uh, tweet to to get that relationship started. You, you know, you have your you have your product. Don't think you're going to call the president of a very large corporation and try to talk to them and have their attention. You won't. It it takes time and it takes repetition and consistency to get the attention of that person. And also, you want to find out what is important to that person. So that will require some research. That will require um, study of that person before you even make a, make contact. So how do you get the attention of that um, the the business or industry leader who actually has the audience that you're looking for? And you know, say you want to make a connection with them. One way to connect with with uh, other uh, industry leaders is through social media. There's this one wonderful thing called a podcast. I am in, in love with podcasts, um, and it's sort of like, uh, you know, blog talk radio, and you can listen to it anytime. So let's say, for instance, you want to reach uh, the founder of uh, a charity. So let's say Charity Water. And this man is, uh, you know, he's a high profile. Uh, he created a high profile for himself, and he uses the same story over and over again. He's on tons and tons of podcasts, and he talks about certain details on each podcast. He may um, mention something that he, um, you know, maybe he was he was born in a certain um, area or he worked in a certain uh, field, and that resonates with you. So what you would do 
is take that information that you got from the podcast and tweet this person. So let's say, you know, this person was a, a, a bar owner or a club promoter. And so let's say, hey, you were a club promoter in uh, Indianapolis, where we are. Say, hey, um, you know, so-and-so, I'm a club promoter, and uh, I, I know that you are, and I, I really resonate with your story. Um, and then you want to promote his last tweet. So you want to retweet, and you want to add something to that. And you want to do that consistently. You want to maybe retweet his tweets consistently. But that's not all. Um, what you're doing is promoting him via Twitter. And that gets you a little bit of attention, but it's not necessarily enough to move the needle. So you have to do a little more research, and you find out who do these, uh, who do these people hang out, where do they hang out, um, what conventions do they speak at, um, and, and find out where they'll be, where you'll be able to have some access to them. So a lot of times people do speak at conventions or they go to um, award shows or meetings. Find out where they're going to be and do your best to attend. Now here's where it gets a little more expensive, but you're going to have to invest. The deal is that you are going to not necessarily stalk, but you're going to kind of, well, stalk them. Um, but with a purpose, if you have something that they truly, truly can use, um, figure out what it is that they want and make it happen. So let's say this man from Charity Water, uh, let's say he needs staff to, um, to create a great website for something else that he's doing. It might not even be about Charity Water, but you know how to do a website. You create that website. You know, it may take hours. It may take, you know, days. To create a website, create a fantastic website that, that, you know, is equal to what he has or better and show him what you have and give it to him, no strings attached. That will get his attention. Or even something as simple as a ride from an airport. If you're going to, uh, if you're trying to meet someone and you know they're going to be in your town, Offer to give them a ride from the airport, to or from the airport. You have, you know, 20, 30 minutes of time with this person. You know, you don't necessarily want to, well, bombard them with, with your information, but you will be able to connect with them. There are certain things that you can do to find out what people need in order to connect. And it does take time and it does take a lot of effort but it will be worth it. I mean, just think, you know, when you, when you marry somebody, you don't, you don't say, hi, uh, will you marry me and, and expect to be married and to, to enter into this relationship. It doesn't work that way. You have to court them. You have to invest in them. You have to give and, and take and understand and build trust. That's the same thing you need to do with a, any business relationship. So that's part of what schmingling is, and then consistently, consistently give, uh, send, say a card. Now, I love send-out cards, and if you're not familiar with send-out cards, it's a, um, 
it's a way to create professional greeting cards, personalized greeting cards um, via uh, your computer. You can use, you create it on the computer, but it's a real life greeting card. It's a physical card. It goes into the mail. Um, whenever you you see someone that you want to, um, let's say they're you're at a, a networking event and there's somebody who's pretty prominent that you want to stay in touch with and you want them to remember you, take a picture with them. Or, yeah, we'll take a picture with them and put it on the send-out card and say, hey, it was very nice meeting you. Uh, I'd love to stay in touch. Here's my information. I'd love to give you um, whatever you give. I, I'd love to help you um, create that website or uh, I'd love to help you promote your next uh, product or event. That's a great way to, to get on the radar as well. Um, find out when their birthday is. Send them a birthday card with your picture on it so they'll remember who you are. It's always important to get and stay in front of the person that you're trying to connect with. And I find that you know many people won't send you cards. They won't do that. So do the things that people won't do. That's part of schmingling. Another thing, uh, a way to build your credibility with people. Uh, if you're a small business owner and you want to make sure that you are uh, recognized by people and you want to build your social, uh, social equity and, and leverage, that is to make sure that people know who you are consistently. And one of the things that I did, um, and it was kind of the beginning of selfies back in um, 08, 09, and uh, 2010, I started doing selfies with just people that I knew and then people that I would see around and post them to Facebook and social media. And what that did at that time, you know, Facebook, whenever you posted, everybody would see it. So it made it seem, it made it appear that I knew a lot, a lot of people because everybody that who was tagged on that selfie, everybody's friends would see it and my friends would see it. So it was just uh, that type of metrics that it would magnify. And so I did that, and sure enough, you know, a lot of people know who I am now just because of selfies. Well, now that you can't necessarily see everybody's um, friends or everybody's photos, you still want to do that. It's still very important to be in front and to put out uh, what we call content. And that could be videos, that could be articles on LinkedIn. That's a wonderful, wonderful um, resource, LinkedIn. And you can also have the paid uh, LinkedIn, um, which will add some more authority to you. So, you know, for the cost of about $200, $255 a year, you can create more credibility for your LinkedIn or your business. Um, if you're not familiar with LinkedIn, that is a, a great way to connect with people on a business level. Many people um, are on LinkedIn and they do respond to you. Um, there's a, uh, here's how I got connected with Brian Smith, who is the founder of Uggs, uh, the Ugg Boots. Now, I know these, a lot of people are, are really familiar with Ugg Boots. Um, Brian Smith is from uh, Australia. 
And I said, man, I wonder if I could connect with him. I'd love to connect with him. So what I did was uh, I happened to be listening to a podcast, a very popular podcast, and I heard his interview. And this was before I even knew who he was, but I heard the interview, and he sounded really, really great. He gave his contact information at the end of the interview, and he said LinkedIn is a great way to connect with him. So that's what I did. I connected with him. I said, hey, um, Mr. Smith, I loved your interview. I talked a little bit about a specific um, part that I enjoyed about the interview and how it, um, how I could use it. Uh, and I said, please let me know if there's anything I can do to help you. And sure enough, he got back with me and uh, connected with me very kindly. And I, I've, I've done that several times. That is a way to get on other people's radar as well. Um, and it, as it turns out, um, earlier this year uh, in September, Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots, came to my hometown, Indianapolis. And I was able to not only say, hey, Mr. Smith, I connected with you on uh, LinkedIn. I heard you on uh, this radio show, uh, The Art of Charm with Jordan Harbinger. And, you know, I, and he said, oh, yeah, I, I kind of remember that. I remember that. And I said, hey, would it be okay if I interviewed you? And, you know, my interview was merely taking my camera phone out and uh, introducing Brian Smith and asking him just a couple of questions, real softball questions, nothing long. Um, and I interviewed him and just asked him, you know, how is he doing? How is, um, um, what is he working on? He was selling, promoting his book at the time. Uh, so he promoted his book. And then I took that video and posted it on LinkedIn. And I tagged him on LinkedIn. And so what does that do? Well, doing that, for me being seen on camera, on video, with, with uh, Brian Smith, founder of Ugg Boots, it, lends, it gives me implied endorsement and credibility. So that's a really inexpensive way and a really quick way to build your credibility, to build your authority, People see you. People understand what you do and who you are. Um, if you're doing those things in the context of your own industry, if you're consistently doing that in your own industry. So since I love to connect with all types of people, I have all types of interviews and all types of uh, photographs of people who are in different industries. So it really helps and it serves me well um, to connect with people that way. And it also gives me access to people. For instance, uh, there was one particular instance where I wanted to photograph, uh, have my photograph with the mayor. And the mayor didn't necessarily know who I was, but the person who was with him vouched for me because I had already taken a selfie with him. He said, oh, yeah, she's okay. She does that all the time. You know, that's a way to gain access to people. Schmeekling is a really, it's a fun way. It's sort of like playing connect the dots or chess with, um, with connections. It's a way to get people uh, and, and a way to get your name out and a way to get your product in the hands of the people that need to, to, um, to have your product in order to get you and propel you where you want to be. So what I would suggest to people who have products who want to get their names out, 
and who want to connect with those people, um, try Schmingling. You can get my book on uh, Amazon.com. Just uh, uh, put my name, Faith McKinney, and uh, check out Schmingling. So we are going to take a break. I know it's been about 45 minutes. Thank you so much. And if you wanted to call in, too, uh, give us a call. Our number is 646-716-7994, and press pound one to speak. And I will answer any of your questions about uh, schmingling, connecting, or anything, any of the topics that we're talking about tonight, please uh, do call in. I'm Faith McKinney. This is Beyond Talk Radio. We're going to take a little break. I'll talk to you in a sec. Odalene's Catering Inc. offers great food and desserts homemade to be delivered to your next event or celebration. You can choose to pick up or deliver. Book your next appointment today with Odalene's Catering Inc. at 646-657-6640. Let us bring taste to your next celebration. All right. We want to make sure we want to support our sponsors, and that sounds delicious. So yeah, Odeline Bakery. She's right, yeah. She's right out of New York, and but she delivers. She has some wonderful items. So if you think for the holiday season, great gift ideas. And then again, since we are we do a lot of businesses, we do a lot of B two B here. What's great about Odeline's Catering, and I'm gonna spell that for you: O D E L I N E. OdelineCatering.com. She does what's called photo cookies. So you can take your logo. Like I did the one of the logos we had designed for our theater. Um, our, it's the season of I Believe, and so was the I Believe slogan, and it had the theater name. And we had them actually on butter cookies. So she can take oh, a wow. picture, a logo, or anything, and she puts them on cookies. That is such a wonderful idea uh, for schmilling <laughs> during this time of year. <laughs> You know, you meet people, um, you know, potential clients, and you send them a dozen cookies that would have your information on it. So, you know, everybody loves cookies around the holiday time. They can sit there in their office. Other people can see them. They're like, oh, this is so nice. So there are um, all types of ways and various ways to use businesses. So, while she is up a regular bakery and she does, you know, cakes for, you know, um, baby showers, you know, all the standard bakery things and bake good things and customized things. And really she did photo cookies. Like they take an image of a person and put them on a cookie, you know, meet mm. a business person. I was like, whoa, what if that was a logo? These are great smiling right. gifts. That's her niche. So those of us yeah, in absolutely. sales, yeah, see, in sales, we know that you give out different things to customers. And this is we say different type of business. So say if you're in sales, you're doing business to business, and you might, you know, work with doctor's offices or various things, and you go in there, you see, it'd be great to take a dozen cookies or have it delivered to the office. The whole staff sees them when the people come up. And then when you go back in there, and either you're servicing them or you go back to talk to them, it just, just that's that relationship. And it's just like you said, Faith, uh, no relationship develops one way. And when you meet someone, you know, 
you know, it's all different levels. You know, sometimes y'all y'all may, you know, you may start whining and dining big. Sometimes you just hang out Mickey D. So, you know, cookies during the holiday season are great. It's not that expensive, but it's something great, and they'll remember you. So there's all different type of ways. And one thing I would, um, well, first, one, just housekeeping. For 96 hours, our sponsor has been a wonderful e-biz travel, small e, capital B, and then I-Z, e-biz travel. So it's ebiztravel.net, wonderful travel company. They can, you know, prepare your holiday travel for you, as well as they have some great trips. So in 2017, they're going to Paris, um, In Cuba and one other place. They got three great places they're going in 2017. In December 2017, they'll be in Cuba. So, and they have layaway plans, so you can commit now, pay a small amount, have everything, you know, paid up on time. They give you great travel tips and everything. So that's ebiztravel.net. They're the official sponsor of 96 Hours. Please support them. And then, um, you do me a favor and spell schmingling for people so they'll know how to spell it. Sure. Okay, yeah. It's uh, it's like schmoozing and mingling. So it's uh, S-C-H-M-I-N-G-L-I-N-G, schmingling. So it's a little Yiddish. <laughs> little Yiddish and some English in there. Schmoozing and mingling. Schmingling, so S-C-H-M-I-N-G-L-I-N-G, on Amazon.com. So, yeah, you'll see there's pictures in there, um, the book that I did selfies with, um, people like Julian Bond, and um, at the time it was the governor of Indiana. Now he's the vice president-elect, Pence. Um, Let's see who else. Julian Malveaux. Uh, Tavis Smiley, there are a lot of people in in uh, uh, that I photographed. I could only put ten in, but you know, schmingling sh- uh, with uh, selfies is a great way to, uh, you know, like like you said, personalize uh, things so people will remember you. And people don't throw yeah. away their own pictures, so. <laughs> So that's, that's and before the say. selfie revolution, we used to call that photo op. When you're in the place with a person, yes. you say, oh, can I take a picture with you? And you click, click. <laughs> and we yes. used to actually get them pictures developed, hang them up. You put them uh-huh. on your wall. Uh-huh. Like when you come into the theater, we would have a wall. Mm-hmm. To make sure when you as you take a picture with somebody, click, click. <laughs> so, I mean, so these are like, you know, yeah, tried and true methods that really work. And the one thing you're saying about sharing content of influencers, um, make sure that um, when you share their content that you're really targeting who you're sharing it to and try to encourage feedback or conversation or, you know, add a little tidbit above it. It kind of personalizes it um, and it continues the conversation on. I do that – with various different things, sometimes with influencers, sometimes um, non-influencers, um, but just when people put out information, and I may um, add a level to the conversation so that people can understand our level of knowledge. 
So you follow the thought mm-hmm. leaders and you add to it. Um, sometimes I just share when sometimes, you know, what they said is enough. But when you can add to the conversation, you know, it adds levels onto what they're saying. So rather than just being this, okay, now we add another part and it just, and then that person in turn can retweet it. Sometimes, you know, then other people come back and they retweet what you wrote because you added more to it, more dynamic. Absolutely. So, and- um, Here's another way. Yeah. I have another way that people can um, help others who are influencers. So I know that when when people go on television, when they're interviewed on uh, a TV show, a news show, they really value the feedback from their audience, and not just online, mm-hmm. but through um, emails and letters and calls. So if you mm-hmm. want to... You could do this for yourself or you could do this for someone else. But if you want to make an impression on that television station, that network, you have you can have people write in or call in or email about your particular segment. Be very specific about mm-hmm. your particular segment. Call into the station. Call into their um, producers or to the uh, the, the person who actually interviewed that person, write in or call in, and, and they will mm-hmm. make notes. Oh, yeah, this person yeah. has a lot of followers, and this and, and because it mm-hmm. counts. I mean, they need that feedback. Yeah. And so when you do that for them, it gives them an opportunity to be uh, interviewed more because they see that yeah. people are – uh, following them, and you know, it worked for me. It it truly did. So yeah. um, that's one little and also, fact about yeah. Also, in that same vein, um, Faith, it's also great to um, if you can be the person who gives consistent quality feedback. So if you just want the station to get to know you, you know, mm-hmm. wow, every time they consistently give feedback on various programs, and it's always quality feedback. You know, mm-hmm. you're not super, ba- yep. you know, you're not bashing and you're not making it a promo. You're just giving quality, legitimate feedback. And if you consistently do this, they'll start seeing that, wow, this person always gives great feedback. Then you may right. have happened to have sent in a PSA to the station or something. <laughs> you know, what happens is, <laughs> right. like a lot of people say it's who you know, but it's not really who you know, it's who knows you. Knows oh, you. Oh, so that what is, happens that is, so is true. yeah, that's what um, oh Green um, oh what's his first name um, he founded the National Black Business Trade Association, which is the NBBTA of Mass Degree or Radio Lee Green, and um, he also was uh, the first Black Expo um, you know, toured the country back in the nineties. He was vice chair chairperson for that, and um. Lee, that's what he always yeah. said. It's not who you know, it's who knows it's you. Who knows you. So it's really yeah, important absolutely. when it comes to sponsorship, when it comes to grants, like all your organizations that want grants, when your proposal comes across that table, there's a lot of different proposals. Automatically, people they know, it's just automatic. It's not even prejudice. Automatic, if you see a name you know, it's just going to register before names you don't know. 
Mm-hmm. And so you really need to, if you're doing grants and you want to know, you need to find out who are these granting organizations and like and follow the smingling mythology to develop in relationships so that when you do send something across their desk and when they're reviewing, you're not a total stranger. And that That's makes it easier. Um, they view it and, you know, it's not going to guarantee you, but we all know, you know, look at your own behavior. You're always more open to people and things that you know as opposed to things that you don't. So they're much more open to reviewing and listen to your message. Yeah. So use your smingling method and target those grant makers and foundation. Who are the one? Who are the board members? And just, you know, develop relationships. And you don't go say, I submitted a grant. That's not how you do it because then they're going to want to run away from you. But, again, if, you know, if one of their people, some of their people are sharing what you feel is relevant, be authentic. You know, if you think, hey, this is great information, this is relevant information, you share those type of things. And it's also called curation. And if you're sharing mm-hmm. it and allow, making sure that they get credit, and if you, you know, add a little on top, um, you know, that's really good. And so, but use your smingling method and target those grant writers. And um, even the people with sponsorships. But you want to develop that relationship outside of an ask. Not always when you're asking, Absolutely. give me, give me, give me. And, and so, that's why it's yeah, important that's to learn how to schmingle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to learn how to schmingle. We're going to be schminglers. <laughs> But when we have the conference, we're going to have a we're going to have a smingling track. There will be a smingling track, <laughs> and you will come out smingling well, yeah. certified. You're going to be certified in smingling when when we do the conference. So <laughs> right now we're looking for spaces. We're going to be doing a DMV area in 2017. So oh, we wonderful. just put in a bid. Um, yeah, we put in a request for some bids for some of um, some of the spaces. Um, we were really trying to work with Howard. I'm still hoping maybe we can go back and see if we can maybe even actually partner with them. But um, yeah, yeah well, they got I know some the great, DMC you know, spaces out there. Is also going to be in the Power Networking uh, Conference with George Frazier is going to be in uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, what do you call it? Uh, is that the DMV area? DMV. What do you call mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. And so the is going to be there for okay. Okay. Yeah, at the Gaylord. That's in um, um so in twenty in July. His conference is generally uh, in May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it's going to be July fifth. Uh, I'm sorry, six through eighth. Um, oh, so, July. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, you know, I don't I don't know how we can partner, but um, there's certainly opportunities, and and we we want to make sure that we get our name out there as well as uh, Beyond Talk and and DEEDC. So, but we only yeah, have a couple yeah, minutes, yeah, so we're, we're definitely... gonna have to wrap up. Yeah, well, this we really thought we were gonna do a short show today. <laughs> but one of the things, and we will come back with it in two weeks, marketing to millennials. But I just really want to share um, the power um, of manifestation. I actually scheduled this show two, at least two weeks ago. I scheduled it, wrote it up, and said, "Let me knock this out." And I had people I wanted to invite, but I've been very busy with the 96 hours. I had to do a little bit more than I thought um, of, you know, creation. And um, so I did the glory because I know that, again, 
that's that millennial crowd, you know, that, um, you know, you're talking about John Legend and Common and um, just the whole movement that Black Lives Matter that all pertains to the millennials. And um, today I let Faith know about an opportunity that I learned about on Friday from LinkedIn. You, you know, I mean, really listen to things that Faith said. Because, you know, uh, and I'm going to do this example, and then I'll give one more before we close out, all based on faith. And, um, but I said, Faith, because she's such a great smingler, I was like, you know, Faith got a couple leads because someone's actually doing a movie, hit me up, and they're look, they have product placement opportunities, and they wanted to know if we wanted to do it. And I was like, well, hey, let's find some people to partner with for this product placement sponsorship and we can also, you know, offer them sponsorship with the B E E D C and this way we can get in this movie that's about the killings of um you know, of our you know, black males, brothers and sisters, you know. So it's about this, but it's you know, it's a real interesting twist because it comes it's all circles around a young boy and his solution. And so, um but that happened Friday. I contacted you today, and I was so surprised because I forgot what the show was going to open up with. And when I heard Glory, I was like, that is so right on time. That <laughs> <laughs> what this show opened up with. And, again, this is all examples of smingling. This guy saw I don't know him personally, but he saw me on LinkedIn. And he looked at the profile, and he thinks the BEEDC would be a great organization to, to put product placement to have that name within this film. He sees where we would, you know, have a really great place. And he reached out. And because of the relationship with Faith, and she's such a great smingler, and some of our interviews, they're like, well, Faith, this would be a great opportunity for a real estate guy. And then Faith said, hey, it'd also be a great opportunity for the wood guy. And so, you know, already within one day, so we really hope to be able to close the deal within less than 48 hours. Because these people wow. want to move. On Friday, he talked to me about it, and they've already remember so it was like they were looking to secure thirty thousand. They're down to twenty thousand on Tuesday. But you know, people are moving. Wow. But um, and then the other example and close out with Schmingling is Beyond Talk with Faith Moore McKinney. Now, I did already had the idea. I said the one thing, we were going to be developing content. I wanted to do a radio broadcast because I already had the station, and it was a video broadcast that I wanted to develop that we would be developing. We still will. And so um, when, you know, Beyond Talk is already our slogan, and Faith met Jason, again, on LinkedIn, <laughs> and Jason is the partner and the <laughs> Um, you know, he's the original idea to BDC is his idea. And, um, you know, Jason met Faith, and we always thought Faith was really great. And we asked Faith. He said, well, let's ask Faith. Maybe she wants to do I said, that'd be great. Um, so Faith said, oh, sure. And um, Faith, you know, she did it, and she thought, you know, she thought, well, I need somebody to help me because I don't know if I can do this well and stuff. And she, she even brought on someone else was the one that was always there, very consistent. See, I mean, and so listen to it. That consistency means so much. We we created the show around her schedule. I'm like, what is best for you? What days, what times? She figured out her schedule. So it's not hard for her to make it because we based it on her schedule. 
and um, we open it up like where she can make guest recommendations. We make them and we just, all, you know, we put them out there, make sure to get information. We contact people so that, you know, we have a great connect and we have really built a quality product. Um, and we get so many hits to the website. I, I haven't even had the website up that long, but we really are getting great hits. The numbers are really growing exponentially, and Faith herself has really carved this whole extra niche, niche for herself and a brand for herself. She was already, but now it's beyond talk with Faith Moore McKinney. So if you didn't know her for all the other things that you do, Everybody knows Beyond Talk with Faith Moore McKinney. And now this show is syndicated. It's on Blog Talk. It's on iTunes. It's on TuneIn Radio. It's on Mixcloud. And um, there are a lot of other podcast companies that create companies just by um, pulling on RSS feeds. So you can put in, go right now to Google and put in Beyond Talk with Faith Moore McKinney and you will see it in, in all over the place, in so many different places. And this and is the power of this schmingling. This is because Faith <laughs> schmingled with Jason, and she gives us referrals, gave a referral or two. Um, and she's consistent in the person of her word. When we went back, we reached out to her. She said, sure. And she took advantage of it, and it is really, really growing her. And it's just um, it's just wonderful, and it becomes a platform. So on the website, I can put up her website, and then people always, if they want to know about faith, they know they can go to the radio website. They you know they go there, they can find out about her. She get you know the information. Um, that's the other thing. When you are in business, you have to make sure you have those things on the back end because it just faith. And if she didn't have a website or different things. We, you know, that's how we turn this into revenue. And so it went, you know, it goes from brand to revenue because I have a place to drive directly people to. So if I don't speak to faith directly, I say, oh, you can check her out here. You can book a services here. You can, you know, engage her here. And so that's Absolutely. why, you know, just follow the smingling. She said constantly create that content, but you make sure you have your backbones together. That people can, you know, Absolutely. look you up, make sure your LinkedIn profile is tight. Because that LinkedIn, I'm telling you, it's, I think I got some of the best leads on LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn, yeah. That's what I did. The guy found me, and I been, I was going through my LinkedIn file, like, okay, who I got on LinkedIn that I can, you know, reach out to? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think LinkedIn but, yeah, is, is like really the, the secret. LinkedIn is, is, you know, I always tell people, don't sleep on LinkedIn because that is, and it's really important to treat it as the most professional um, uh, venue for your information yes. um, because people do look yeah. at it. I mean, I've, been, I've had yeah. job offers. People contact me from all over the country and all over the world through LinkedIn, and they want what mm-hmm. I have. They see, what I, they see my um, content on LinkedIn, and that's a great place to put your content. Um, they see my yeah. uh, not only my your your uh, profile picture, which people judge you right away from your profile picture on LinkedIn, but um, just the information. Um, you, you know, if you have videos, you can post your videos on LinkedIn. 
Uh, it's it's yeah. just it's, make sure it's, it's professional a, and mm-hmm. exactly. There's only thing I say. Yeah, it don't put you don't promote too many of our people. Unfortunately, are publishing content that is just a promotion of something. Now right. I do. I, I I have some a lot of content. I have still got to publish because I start articles. I get ideas. I start writing them. I go back, fix them up, and then I publish. But um, now I publish press releases. And it's not for mm-hmm. to be promotional content, but I want people to see that I can write a quality press release. You, you know, you have and to have a great. business reason behind it. Yeah, so even though mm-hmm. I have press releases, I get a lot of people contact me because, oh, she has press releases up here. She has um, you know, collateral that she created for people. She has pitch decks up here. Um, the 96 hours, oh, I've gotten so much more attention in my profile, so many more views just since the 96 hours. And that's some, That's why um, people don't be ashamed if you're authentic in your business, even if it's black focused. A lot of, you know, probably 90% of people make reach out to me are white. But I wrote um, a legitimate article, and people look at the quality of your writing. I wrote a legitimate article. I got, you know, people were sharing the article. And the collateral that I built around it, you know, is, you know, just it shows what I would do as a marketing project. You know, I, I did a few web, I did a couple websites, I did some imaging, I did, you know, pitch decks, and I wrote an article. So they, you know, you go to my page and you can see all of these things I did around the project. And so, so what's your page um, on LinkedIn? Your LinkedIn page is that what you're saying? Yeah, you yeah, that's, that that's my my LinkedIn. My LinkedIn. Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, on, it's, it's part of your resume. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they, they have it. They fact, have. They want you to post the type of work so you can show examples of your work, right there. With you know, some things I show under my summary. Some things I do. I put in projects. The other recommendation, and I really, I'm doing it for all of my clients. If you have a company, don't just have your personal page. Have a company page. Now, on a company page, there's solely company announcements. You're not promoting an event, but, you know, we've done this. So-and-so was promoted. Uh, we did this. Definitely your press releases and announcements will go there. But you have a company page. So what happens is people say, I work for this company or I created this company. I have this business. And people want to be able to click on to that and find it, even with Facebook. You should always have, if you say you have a business, if the people click on it and it's just that blank, there's no reason not to have a business page. If you're seriously in business, people should be able to go somewhere and find out what's the name of your business, what it is about, where's your website, um, what kind of products or services you provide. doesn't have to be fancy, but does, that's just basic information, and it really ups your credibility. Yeah, there's so many ways to uh, get your credibility up and and get your name out. We're going to have to talk a whole nother show on just, you know, one topic at a time, you know, because people really (laughs) don't know. I find that Mm -hmm. when you're in, you can't see the picture from the frame, you know, from inside the frame. That's what they always say. If you're in your own business and you really can't see what other people see about you, you know, your value, your, um, you know, what you, what you have to offer them. And so it's hard for you to connect with other people because, you know, you really can't see yourself. So um, being able to um, 
you know, get ideas on how to connect with people on a different level will really help all these businesses. And, you know, offering content is a great way to do it. Um, and so, yeah, I'd love to be able to, to share how to get give out content, you know, ways to deliver content um, that will help people and people will find you as the source uh, for their information. So that I think that's key. Mm-hmm. Well, then that means so on episode 12, we'll, that'll be our schmingling episode. We're going to all talk about schmingling. So as we close out, I want to tell everybody, you secure the book between now and then. That's your holiday gift for yourself. Get yourself a copy of schmingling. Um, when we on, when we go two weeks, we'll come back. If you haven't gotten it, we want you to go online and get the schmingling book. We're going to provide the link so that you can go ahead and start purchasing the book. And that way we can, when we refer to resources and tools, you can look at that and ask people. So we're going to, like, promote this for a week straight before the show so you can get your questions together and everything, and Faith will answer them for you. Absolutely. Is Thank that okay, so Faith? Much, I have to ask Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I love being able to help people and, and get help their businesses to grow. So we are done. We went a little over today on our short show. <laughs> I want to thank you, our, our producer, Jocelyn Taylor-Adams, and our founder, Mr. Jason Moore. And I thank you, our audience, for for uh, you know, tuning in and listening. And if there's anything that you want us to cover, if there's any way that we can help you get your name out, please uh, hit us up on uh, on our website or on even on LinkedIn, Jacqueline Taylor Adams or Faith McKinney. Uh, we are so happy to answer your questions. So this is uh, wraps up episode 11 of Beyond Talk Radio on Faith Moore McKinney. Thank you so much and have a great Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.